emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I'm Kevin Merida, Senior Vice President of ESPN. Hi, everyone. This is Rexy Roll from Western Air, Bahamas. I'm Monica Morgan, international photojournalist and motivational speaker. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. Michael Nimmons. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... The Thinking Out Loud radio show. 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 So one of the best radio shows that I've ever been on. And in Detroit, I can't go without thinking out loud with my boy, Michael Nimmons. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. the show where we talk women in politics with Reverend Marcia L. Dyson. You have a new congresswoman, Rashida Tlaib, who said we're going to impeach this MF. What do you think of her comments? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. We know the war cry is what she had said. What she said and how she said it, she has the right to say. But you ask me what I wish she had done, the reason why I was excited about her and the sister from Somalia being there, because I know for Somalia and Africa that we could at least, as American citizens, know that Africa was not one country. It was multiple countries on the continent. She had that opportunity to make us global citizens. And for me, she missed the mark with it. Hello and welcome to another edition, the Valentine's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Love is truly in the air and I'm your host, author, motivational speaker and minister Michael Nemes. I'm so glad you tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. We are very excited, guys. Got another great show in store for you. We're going to be talking to author, speaker and playwright uh, Vanessa Lynn in a little bit. Uh, very excited about her being on the show. Behind the scenes, look 
at writing plays, directing, and all of that great stuff that goes along with it. She has a play, Unequally Yoked, that's going to be playing this coming weekend, uh, February 15th and 16th at Wayne State's Community Arts Auditorium. Uh, We're going to be sharing with you more about that coming up so you can take your valentines to this special event this coming weekend it's also being produced and sponsored by god's world but we're going to be sharing with you more about that during tonight's interview so you don't want to miss it and of course it's valentine's day in just a couple days so want to send a special valentine to my special valentine's my wife tiffany who listens to our show i want to let her know how much i love and appreciate her and very happy to have her in my life And uh, because of Valentine's Day, we have a very special thought of the week coming up. So you want to stick around for that. We're going to be talking about real love during our thought of the week. But you got to stick and stay to the end of the show to hear our thought of the week. What you thinking about? 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 This What Are You Thinking About segment in this week's edition of What Are You Thinking About? You know, guys, um, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking about. I wrote about it. It's called Blackface or Black History Month. I released this blog on uh, Saturday, February the 10th. It's on our website, michaelnemons.com. You can go there right now and read that blog. Um, Just uh, really inspired to write it because of all of the stories of blackface that have been coming out ironically during the month of february black history month unbelievable you know i just saw a story today that i posted on our facebook page about katie perry uh having some uh shoes blackface shoes that they just pulled uh, it's on our facebook page thinking out loud radio show facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show uh go there you can read that post but uh, it's just amazing uh all of these different stories that are coming out of course you know about governor ralph northam and his attorney general uh mark herring of the commonwealth of virginia uh both admitting to um you know wearing blackface governor northam's picture surfaced uh in his medical school yearbook which he um later retracted but then admitted to wearing blackface as a young man imitating michael jackson and uh governor herring uh admitting to wearing blackface and then now companies like gucci and prada releasing products that are uh dangerously close to looking like i mean you might as well say they are i mean uh we have the pictures posted on 
Uh, in the blog, actually, again, go to michaelnemis.com, blackface or black history. We'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on that. But uh, Gucci has what they call ski wear. Uh, it is um, one, one woman is a white woman who is pictured uh, in this photo, has a sweater on that also covers part of her face. And her mouth is exposed and is outlined uh, the, it's a black sweater with her mouth outlined in red black face and then another woman that's pictured next to her uh, is also she's wearing like a, a scarf around her mouth that's black and her mouth is outlined in red black face you know and then you have um, a few other pictures in there one from Prada uh, they they uh, they're little what they call, uh, you know, look like blackface dolls, really, you know, reminds me of what they used to call us uh, during the civil rights movement and the slavery days, porch monkey, you know, those, all of those derogatory uh, names come to mind when you see these images coincidentally during Black History Month. It, it, it really bothers me I, I, I want to know does it bother you it really bothered me to the point that I really had to to just pour my uh, thoughts out on paper well not paper but you know my blog and uh, and just you know really really talk about it really discuss it and and uh, you, of course you can read it at uh, michaelnemis.com um, you know we we uh we start by saying uh you know maybe i missed the memo that was sent out about the way in which we as a country would celebrate the month that has historically been referred to as black history month carter g woodson the father of negro history week which which later became black history month ironically the shortest month of the year but whatever would be rolling over in his grave if he witnessed this year's commemoration of black history's black america's black americans contribution to this body body politic we call the united states of america it's 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 disgusting it's shameful and you know of course we hear the obligatory apology uh, Gucci issued an apology uh, that was that T.I. the rapper posted on his Instagram. Uh, Gucci deeply apologizes for the offensive call, offense caused by the wool uh, baklava jumper. We can confirm the item has been immediately removed from our online store and all our physical stores. But what what I can't understand, and maybe you can help me out those that are listening but companies like this when a design goes from concept to reality i i i can't even imagine the amount of eyes that have to see it before it finally gets approval to be put in stores worldwide and everybody who saw it didn't have a problem with it until we had a problem with it think about that think about that i mean that that's that's bewildering to me these major fashion companies 
are putting out clothes all the time and nobody nobody was offended by any of this until we were offended by it and that's the part that's very hard to believe um you know we talk about it we write about it in in our blog i wonder what their response would be if they didn't get any uh backlash from social media i wonder if they would apologize if no one was openly offended by their overt racism or is the apology rooted in the overwhelming number of people that were offended by it if only one person was offended would Gucci have pulled his ski wear off of his website and offered an apology you know after all according to uh, at diet uh, underscore Prada which is an inst- uh, diet inst- uh, at diet underscore Prada which is an Instagram account uh, they post the line they said that that this line debuted in Milan, Italy last February. In fact, uh, the pop star Rihanna, R&B star Rihanna, wore uh, this ski wear at Coachella. And this was back in Black History Month 2018. And you mean to tell me nobody said anything about that last year that's hard to believe very hard to believe um but we got a few comments uh few people commented uh latricia howard uh messaged me on my website i can't say that i'm surprised by our current climate i didn't expect I don't expect any company at any level to lead with any type of empathy or sympathy for any black or African-American. It's not in them, nor do they have a desire for change. Wow. Wow. And I I just said, first, let me thank you, Latricia, for not just reading our blog post entitled Black Face or Black History, but leaving us a comment as well as greatly appreciated. And I secondly agree that the current political and racial climate in our country is partly responsible for how black people are viewed in the world. We have a lunatic in the White House who doesn't care about the immigrants who come to this country for asylum, let alone the people who actually live here. I'm not surprised how blacks are viewed elsewhere. You know, um, just, uh, just really troubling to me. And then on Instagram, um, mid dimension, uh, when he, he, he replied as well, um, just wow, uh, just wow, whoever has designed and approved of the production of these things are deserving of termination. My sentiments exactly, whoever has designed and approved of the production of these things are deserving of termination my thoughts exactly what are your thoughts i love to know what they are as well go to michaelnemis.com there's so many ways you can give us your comment you can email us at contact at michaelnemis.com you can even chat with us right from our website just like latricia howard did um 
Just message us and we'll make sure that we respond to you. You can leave us a comment even by subscribing to the blog. Number of ways you can even add us on Twitter or on Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN. Add us at TOL Radio Host MSN. We would love to know what your thoughts are. And when you read the blog, share it on your Facebook pages as well. We want to. We want this conversation to continue. It's Black History Month, and we need to be celebrating black black people. We need to be celebrating and promoting black culture, not denigrating it, not, not parroting it, not making fun of it. We're not a joke. We're not, we're not a, a people to be made fun of. But we are a people that need to be taken very seriously. And, um, and that's really what inspired me to write that blog. So check it out. We'd love to get your thoughts. Also, uh, the Grammys. The Grammys were on Sunday, this past Sunday. I know many of you watched the Grammys. Uh, I caught a little bit of it. My wife loves the Grammys. She's a singer in her own right. Um, just kind of watched... Uh, you know, a few clips didn't really sit and watch the whole show. Uh, but one thing did stand out for me uh, in this program. Uh, I think this was um, pretty much doing the red carpet portion. But there was a singer, um, you know, at the red carpet. You know, you see everybody dressed in their, uh, you know, in their best uh Outfits, their best dresses and suits and whatever, whatever. But this uh, American singer, songwriter Joy Villa, arrived at the Grammys, according to the Chicago Tribune, uh, Sunday afternoon uh, in a very interesting dress. Um, <laughs> the headline is Pro Trump singer flaunts build the wall dress at Grammys. I'm not sure if you saw this, but it's posted on my Facebook page, Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, um, Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. You can see the article uh, and the woman um, there. uh, She is in a silver dress uh, with uh, what appears to be uh, a design of a wall. <laughs> She's a pro-Trump supporter, believe it or not. And she went as far as to uh, put her support into a creative uh, dress design for the Grammys. <laughs> Unbelievable. And um, Villa, uh, she says, this is the wall. Villa 27 told the Los Angeles Times uh, gesturing toward the shiny ensemble with her free hand and the other she clutched a bright red purse emblazoned with President Donald Trump's campaign campaign slogan make America great again really really joy well we don't get any joy at all in seeing you in this terrible dress promoting this god-awful wall that this president is trying to get built (laughs) it's unbelievable unbelievable and um you know 
it just makes no sense whatsoever. And of course, you heard about um, you know, the bipartisan um, legislation that's being proposed, budget legislation that's being proposed, uh, which uh, gives the president far less money than he uh, originally what he originally asked for for the wall. Um, you know, uh, we'll see if he uh, signs this bill. I'm, I'm told that he uh, is slated to sign it, but uh, he still might try to declare a national emergency, which, um, you know, he can go ahead and do. But uh, it's going to be fought in the courts. And he knows that as well, because this is not a national emergency. And um, it's, it's really people like this. Uh, this Joy Villa that, um, you know, really helps to, um, you know, give this president um, the wherewithal to continue with this nonsense. You know, I think if more people just came out against this and if the Republicans put him in this place, you know, we probably wouldn't hear any more about this wall. But, you know. That's neither here nor there. But I just thought I would share that with you. Uh, Joy Villa, um, <laughs> you get um, you get the Thinking Out Loud radio show's donkey of the day. <laughs> uh, stealing that from Charlemagne the God. Because <laughs> uh, that dress is hideous. If you want to see it, go to our Facebook page, Thinking Out Loud radio show. You'll be able to see what this hideous dress looks like. <laughs> and finally, and finally, as we wrap up our "What Are You Thinking About" segment, um, we are uh, excited about um, news of uh, the "Coming to America" sequel that is set for 2020. That's right, guys. I know everybody listening. Has um, seen the movie Coming to America with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Um, just um, it was re- uh, announced today on CNN that this movie sequel is going to be released in 2020. Paramount confirmed Monday that the actor will uh, Eddie Murphy will star in the sequel to Coming to America set in theaters next year. I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I, I love coming to America. I remember a lot of the uh, lines. I know you do as well. <laughs> uh, you know, I remember um, one of the uh, one of my favorite scenes in uh, coming to America was um, uh, uh, when uh, Eddie Murphy was dressed up as. Um, uh, oh, wow. The um, the singer. At the uh, the McDowell fundraiser, I believe the children are future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty we possess inside. <laughs> Sexy chocolate, yeah, that's what it was. Sexy chocolate. <laughs> ah, sexy chocolate. I remember that. I know you guys are, are thrilled about the release of the new Eddie Murphy movie coming to America in 2020. We got to wait all the way to next year for this movie to come out, but that's something to get excited about. And uh, 
we love to get some of your favorite lines and scenes as well. Add us at TOL Radio Host MSN on Instagram and Twitter, or uh, just uh, message us on our think uh, on our uh, website michaelnemis.com. You can chat with us there and uh, let us know what your favorite scenes of coming to America are <laughs> as well. I mean, that was one of my favorite movies. That's probably in my list of uh, top top five, maybe top ten movies of all time. Come to America's right up there at the top if I had to rank them because, you know, it was really just a, a great movie. Eddie Murphy was just a very creative, uh, very creative actor and uh, a genius uh, in his own right. So really excited about that movie coming out uh, in 2020. Well, that's the thinking. I, that is the "What are you thinking about?" segment for this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Uh, feel free to leave us your comments and thoughts on uh, anything we talked about during this segment or any part of the show. Contact at michaelnemis.com or Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com or any of our social media outlets at TOL Radio Host MSN on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram or hit us up on Facebook. We love to get your thoughts about anything that we discuss during tonight's show. Well, we're going to take our first commercial break of the night, but when we come back, we want to get right into our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. This is an interview you don't want to miss. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who is Michael Nimmons? Where can I purchase his books? Does he have a blog? Can I leave a comment about the show? How can I subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show? How can I contact him for a speaking engagement? The answer is michaelnimmons.com. Check out the new michaelnimmons.com website to listen, share, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Leave a comment about the show on the Thinking Out Loud radio show page. Read the blog, purchase Pastor Nimmons books, and so much more. Hi. 
I'm Pastor Mike Nimmons, and we hope you'll take some time today to visit michaelnimmons.com. It's the one-stop shop for everything we have to offer. From our books, to our blog, to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and so much more. MichaelNimmons.com, where ministry is our mantra. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Have you purchased Michael Nimmons' new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. Endorsed by presiding bishops, pastors, ministers, best-selling authors, and more. Listen to what Dr. Eddie Connor had to say. Vision is a riveting book filled with spiritual keys and pragmatic principles. The insights shared by Michael Nimitz will inspire you to manifest your vision to receive provision. As you read, you will be encouraged to embark on your own vision from within. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. Miss the 100 show? On August 7th, 2017, a show was born. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be switching it up a bit and taking you on a trip down memory lane, highlighting some of our most influential guests. Denise Isaac, a former meteorologist for Channel 7. Kirk Mays, CEO of Forgotten Harvest. Kevin Merida, a senior vice president at ESPN. Rexy Roll, VP and general counsel for Western Air. Judge Vonda Evans. God will use ordinary people to do extraordinary things. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. All right, we are back uh, on another very special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. 
And I have a very accomplished uh, young woman on the phone with us on tonight. And I'm just so happy that uh, she's carved out time to be be with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Very excited about this interview, but I want to give her a proper introduction before we go into the show. She is a groundbreaking and award-winning playwright of such plays as Unequally Yoked and Boss Lady, just to name a few entrepreneur ceo speaker and author her debut book beyond the chitless circuit the ultimate urban playwrights guide is the first book of its kind and speaks to the myths the challenges and the successes of the urban playwright industry she currently serves as the ceo of parables entertainment a comprehensive professional writing and consulting firm She's also the founder and CEO of Urban Playwrights United, where she helps playwrights nationwide perfect their craft and gain worldwide exposure to their works and uh, to their works. And she is the owner of the Ember Room. I want you to give a warm thinking out loud radio show. Welcome to new friend of the show. Very accomplished playwright, uh, author, speaker and so much more. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Vanessa Lynn. Well, you know what? I was looking around to see who you were talking about. Thank you for that awesome introduction, and I'm so, so happy to be on the Thinking Out Loud show today. You are absolutely welcome, and thank you so much for being on the show with us on tonight. We certainly appreciate you. You're definitely an accomplished uh, woman of God with so many great gifts and talents that you share with the world. And um, as we do with all of our guests, we start out with this uh, question. Uh, So, Vanessa, tell us about yourself and how you got started writing plays. Well... I'm just a girl from Detroit, <laughs> but um, I was kind of uh, brought up in the arts. My mom is a retired um, music teacher. My mom is very well known um, throughout the city. She's taught in, you know, several schools. So I grew up in music rehearsals and going to plays. And uh, when she would, uh, plays would come in town, she would take us to plays and, you know, all of that. So I really, really grew up around um, the arts. My sister that has passed. Um, she was also a singer. You know, the singing and musical gene had kind of passed me by, but when my mom would take me to plays, I remember when I was about five or six, she took me to see Annie, and I remember it was down at the uh, Masonic Temple, and I just remember being mesmerized. And really from that day on, um, I just started writing, and me and my brother, who's also passed, we used to perform little shows for my mom, and I used to write poetry and short stories. And so it just kind of developed from there. But I really, really just grew up um, in a very, very artistic um, family with an artistic mom and just being around shows and performances and all of that, um, you know, all of my life uh, just kind of kind of was a natural thing. Like I said, the music and singing gene kind of passed me by, but just the the love of the arts and the love of performing, I kind of got that honest from my mom. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. I know you are enjoying our interview with playwright, author, speaker, and so much more. Playwright Vanessa Lynn. We're so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. And, you know, Vanessa, I was reading your bio and, you know, it really sounds like like um, 
someone else I'm sure our listeners are familiar with, Tyler Perry. Um, because in your bio, <laughs> you start off talking about how, you know, you had to make some choices starting out about whether to continue uh, working for a Fortune 500 company or uh, in corporate America versus pursuing your dream of, of writing plays and you didn't have a lot of money. I think in your bio you said you were broke. And I just really found some some uh, very uh, some very similar uh, circumstances with um, uh, actor, director, executive producer Tyler Perry. And, um, you know, of course, when I read your bio, I was just saying, wow, she really her story really sounds very familiar. And, you know, the first thing that came to mind, I guess Drake was right. I started from the bottom and now I'm here. <laughs> it seems like the bottom is a great place to start. What What do you think? You know what? I don't know. And if you think about it, I don't know any very, very successful person who has not started from the bottom. I mean, how many stories have you heard about, hey, I went to L.A. or New York with $5 in my pocket or, you know, all of that. So it's just a natural thing because when you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. Right to go after your dreams and, and all of that. And um, I, you got to understand, I had a very, 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 very um, good job in corporate America. Um, my story kind of dates back a little bit, little bit further. Um, in the bio, I, I talk about some discouragement. Um, when I originally wrote my first play, which was Unequally Yoked, that was the first play that I wrote, um, I actually wrote it because I wanted to do something for the youth um, at my church, the youth weren't really paying attention to service. And so I thought about, hey, let me write a play and something they can be um, involved in and something that they can relate to. And I kind of presented it to my leader at the time. And they were like, no, no, you can't do it. And so I really just got discouraged with doing because uh, I put a lot into it. I really got discouraged from writing and doing plays and, you know, all of that stuff. And, you know, at the time, uh, when I was in uh, ministry, uh, I believed in being obedient to the leader, so I didn't buck against him. He said it wasn't for this time, so I just continued on um, in uh, corporate America, and I actually had a, a business. I was in the special event business, and that business grew very fast. It grew very fast, uh, but unfortunately, um, with the immaturity uh, at the time of not knowing how business worked, um, the company completely failed, and it failed because we grew too fast, and I didn't have the mechanisms in place, you know, to kind of get out that hole. So it went from that to getting into corporate America and have it, having a really, really good job, and that, that bottom fell out. And when that bottom fell out, I was kind of left with the thought of, oh, my God, unequally yoked that I wrote years ago. Didn't have, mind you, Pastor Mike, I didn't have, uh, you know, back then we didn't have stuff on, um, uh, we had floppy disks back then. So, but I didn't have a floppy disk of the play. I didn't have it saved anywhere. We didn't have cell phones. Uh, we had typewriters and word processors. And so um, what I did uh, in the middle of me waiting on some unemployment to come through after I lost my corporate job is I sat at the typewriter and I typed from memory the play that I had wrote so many years ago. Um, and when I got done with it, I was like, I'm going to do it. I didn't have a car at the time. I didn't have transportation. Uh, like I said, I lost my job, so I was on unemployment. And um, the church where I was at at the time, I asked my pastor, could I hold auditions? He was like, yes. So I held auditions. And 
went on to mount the play easy, made a lot of mistakes. That's how I ended up doing the Urban Playwrights United. But it was quite a journey to get from when I originally wrote the play to when I actually began to put the play on. Um, I had my own business as well as corporate America and lost both of those and ended right back um, with my passion, my gift, and my love, which is writing. Wow. <laughs> what an amazing story. Now, Unequally Yoked now um, has amassed uh, a great deal of success. Tell us about that. Oh, okay. Um, we originally mounted the play. Um, all of this started to come uh, together around 2005, and I actually performed the play for the first time ever, uh, 2006. We got the Dearborn Performing Arts Center, which was a big mistake at the time. That's a huge theater, very expensive theater. But, hey, I was young, didn't know, just had big thoughts, big dreams. Um, we performed it there. Uh, it was a great success one night, not a good success the next night. And we went on there to perform uh, many spot dates. I had a lot of people that was interested in it. Um, I actually had cut a soundtrack. Um, we had a kind of a movie in the making. There was a lot that was going on. And in the midst of that, I probably recorded three, four, possibly even five versions of, of the DVD that turned out really bad. Um, the last time we recorded it, I said, you know what, we're just going to release this into onto, at the time, about 2009, um, Amazon was allowing people to just upload stuff. And, you know, Amazon was a lot different than it is now. And so we released it. This was a very low-budget DVD with all local actors and all of that. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to release it. And I honestly released it on Amazon in 2009, and I forgot about it. I'm going to say a couple months later, some of the actors in the play started saying, hey, Vanessa, you know, we're number 76 on um, African-American dramas. And I thought that was a really big deal. I said, wow, we charted on Amazon, this little play? And then after that, we were like number 40-something, and then number 20-something. Finally ended up in the top 10 on Amazon, best-selling African-American dramas. We ended up at number three. That was our highest position. We were literally next to movies like Stella Got a Groove Back, Love and Basketball, What's Love Got to Do With It. This little unknown play was very low budget, um, stayed in the top with Amazon um, for over a year, but we, we, we hit that top three position. Um, that actually garnered attention from a distributor. Uh, that distributor then went on to give me a deal, which put us in Walmart, in stores in Walmart. Um, people may not understand that is really a big deal because what Walmart does is they, they screen all of their products that come through there, and they decide, hey, we're either just going to put it on the website or we're going to bring you into the store. They actually brought us into the store nationwide. We were in over 700 um, Walmarts, and then uh, that distribution deal led to my other plays, Affairs and Boss Lady, um, being distributed. But that was with unequally yoked. That was probably almost 10, 11 years ago um, that we did that. So I have not performed uh, the play in about 10 years because it's been on DVD and, you know, all of that stuff. So Unequally Yoke has been like a two-decade-long, a little bit over two-decade-long journey from when I first wrote it to doing all of the fumbles and all of the, the spot dates and the failed movie attempts and the failed soundtracks to actually being a major success on um, Amazon and in Walmart. Oh, wow. I am just speechless just listening to um to you talk about your success with this uh play Unequally Yoked. I'm it's amazing. It is amazing. I know you are enjoying our interview with 
playwright, speaker, author, and more, uh, Vanessa Lynn. She is on the Thinking Out Loud radio show uh, on tonight, just really blessing us with her story. Uh, we've learned so much. Success do- really does leave clues, and I know you are um, just being blessed by her being on tonight's show. Um, you know, Vanessa, as I said earlier, how your story sounds so similar to uh, Tyler Perry. I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts about um, his decision to uh, retire uh, his famous character, Medea? Uh, he's going on tour this year. Um, making stops all across the country uh, with his um, his final play as Medea, and I believe he's releasing uh, Medea's family funeral uh, in just a couple weeks. Um, so I want to know from you: Do you think uh, it's too soon? Um, you know, or is he really done? Uh, done being Medea? What What are your thoughts? I think that you know, just like with anything that we do, everything has a season. Um, he has certainly done, you know, Madea was his door. We knew Tyler Perry through Madea. I remember I first uh, came in contact or knew about Tyler Perry because they were selling bootlegs on the street and everybody was just talking about this character named Madea. Didn't know who Tyler Perry was. Everybody was just saying, have you heard about Madea? Have you heard Madea? And I just remember so many, you know, back then the DVD bootlegs and people were selling those and he has since gone on to be, a mogul. He is a Hollywood mogul. He has several television series. He does movies. He has a studio. Um, And so he plays Medea. And I can understand at this point where he's got to retire that and let his focus be on his other things because he has to physically get in that costume and travel across the country and, and all of that. And he's just in another season in his life. So I certainly respect it. Um, we certainly got enough Madea memories, and so I think he has certainly, um, you know, given us of himself for a long time, and he's moving on. I just think the season for that, will we see Madea again? Absolutely. You know, probably in a few years he'll come back and do something or, you know, whatever. You can't not ignore, you know, a character like that. But I certainly respect it, and I understand because everything has a season, and if you start doing stuff past its season, then you're kind of, you know, kind of out of whack. So I certainly respect his decision, and I'm absolutely going to go check out uh, the the funeral, the movie, and the play. Right, right. I, You know, when I first heard about it, I was a little disappointed because my kids, my family, of course, love um, the character Medea that he plays, and and, uh, I just are at a point now thinking about – Tyler Perry and it's hard to see him um n- not as Medea because he has it's, it's become such an iconic uh figure in Hollywood or character in Hollywood that he plays and him not doing that anymore uh just seems to would just seem to be kind of uh odd um you know I know he has a lot going on with the studio and producing um, but we're used to seeing him in front of the camera as well. So I'm wondering, you know, I, I agree that you, we probably haven't seen the last of Medea because um, when when he sees uh, the response, you know, after he, you know, is absent, uh, Medea is absent from popular culture for a while, uh, I think he might, you know, 
uh, revisit it later on. But I, I believe you are right. You know, you, you he, he just can't uh, put that character down completely. No, 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 nothing. You know, anybody who played a really, really popular character, um, you know, you just cannot put it all the way down. But I definitely understand where he is now. Um, I think he wants to go on and do other roles, more serious roles. And so it's a decision he's making for himself, and I certainly respect it. But at the end of the day, you got to get the people what they want. We'll give them a little break, but I'm I'm positive. Uh, they can go back and listen to this uh, recording for me and you. I'm positive that we'll definitely see Madea again. She'll make an appearance somewhere. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This the show where we talked bullying and suicide with author and anti-bullying activist Justin Coates. So Justin, I want you to tell our listeners how you ultimately decided to handle being bullied. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I reverse the curse of a negative or stupid to something positive. So this is what stupid means. The S is for I have strength. The T is for I am talented. The U is for I am unique. The P is for I was prayerful. The I is for I am intelligent. And the D is for I have determination. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Hey everybody, Dr. Townsville here, the educator. Listen, if you're thinking, I want you to think out loud with my boy, Pastor Mike. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. service then look no further than consumer tax connect this is a full service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service professionalism and getting results have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with irs call consumer tax connect today at 248-395-0079 that's 248-395-0079 consumer tax connect a tax service design with you in mind
Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. This is Mike Nimmons of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Catch our show every Friday at 8 p.m. on WDPR 102.4. To stream the show, just log on to the website at www.wdpr1024.com. WDPR 102.4, the station bringing you Jesus Christ with a purpose. With my man, Pastor Thomas Brockenberry. Don't you dare touch that dial. I know you are enjoying our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. Let's get back into this powerful interview. Right, right. I know you are enjoying our interview with. Uh, author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. We're so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And she's been just sharing with us some insights into playwriting. And, you know, you've shared with us, Vanessa, um, you know, about some of the success that you've experienced with the play Unequally Yoked. But we want uh, to find out more about the storyline of the play Unequally Yoked. In fact, I believe you have a show coming up very soon, right? Oh, boy. Uh, this weekend, <laughs> depending on when everybody's listening to the show, um, it's going to be Valentine's weekend um, 2019. Uh, it's going to be the 15th. Um, uh, February 15th and February 16th at the Wayne State Community Arts Auditorium. Um, but basically the storyline in Unequally Yoked um, is a very familiar one. Um, There's so many women in church that are praying and waiting for God to send them a husband. They're waiting and waiting. They're being patient, they're serving, um, and just praying and, 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 and holding out. Um, the particular young lady in Unequally York, her name is Sister Trina Mills, and she's actually the lead soloist um, in her choir. Uh, there's a gentleman who's actually the minister of music, uh, Minister Tony Jones, who everybody feels like, uh, you know, they would make a great match. Uh, they do a lot of pseudo flirting, um, but nothing ever manifests. You know, they have good chemistry. She seems to like him. He seems to like her, but he never takes it to that next level. He never says, hey, let's go on a date. Let's get to know each other. He always keeps it very, very, you know, below the surface. And so that really frustrates Trina. And so one day the church mother, Mother Laster, her grandson, which is the complete opposite of Minister Tony Jones, her grandson Melvin, who actually owns a nightclub, um, has several women in his life and has absolutely nothing to do with the church except if he needs to pick his grandmother up. 
picks his grandmother up from church one day. He looks at Trina Mills and decides immediately that she ought to be the one. And so what ensues from there is a love triangle and a roller coaster ride that we've been taking for almost 15 years. Um, the play is not only hilarious, um, it is full of drama, full of introspection, um, full of things that are real. And um, if anybody knows anything about my plays, uh, you're going to be in for some unexpected twists and um, unexpected surprises. And, you know, even if you've seen the DVD and seen a live play before, of course, we twisted it and mixed it up again. It's really a classic, classic love story. And it's really the question, um, can you have love outside of your faith? Can you have love outside of your religion? And so Sister Trina Mills, she has to make that decision. She has a man that shares her faith, and she has a man that will give her the world. Which one does she choose? Mm, wow, very interesting storyline. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm gonna have to check that out myself. Wow. Please, we'd uh, love to see you. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you are enjoying our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. She's on the Thinking Out Loud radio show tonight talking about her upcoming play unequally yoked uh is going to be uh playing this coming uh friday uh friday and saturday the 15th and the 16th at the wayne state university auditorium am i correct it's the community arts auditorium community arts auditorium um what are the times for the show we only are having three shows um, it's going to be that Friday at 7 p.m. and Saturday 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Pastor Mike, I do want to mention this. Um, I had no plans. Um, I did my last big show uh, when we recorded our DVD, Boss Lady, seven years ago. And I told people I'm not doing another big show because I had just been on a, a, a run for years with just doing show after show after show after show. And I told everybody, hey, I'm, 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 I'm done for, for a little bit. And I walked into God's world like I've done so many times before. Um, and God's world has actually, um, for those that listen, God's world is a, a really, really, um, it's an icon in Detroit. Uh, it's a gospel music store. Basically, if anything gospel, anything Christian-related, uh, materials, music, uh, supplies, you go to God's world. They've been there for 40 years. And so um, God's world has actually been executive producer on some of my DVDs in the past. Um, so I walked in there and Brother Larry asked, uh, can we do a play? And I said, yes. So uh, God's World is actually, actually executive producing and putting this show on. And so we're actually doing this show as a part of God's World 40th anniversary. Wow. Wow. Yes, God's World is an icon in the city of Detroit. Larry Robinson is a icon himself in gospel music around the world. Um, the history of gospel music could not be written without his name being mentioned. So um, this this truly is a great opportunity uh, for both you and God's world. And um, I'm sure those that will be coming out on this weekend to uh, see Unequally Yoke will be blessed by it. Tell us um, where where can people, well, I'm sure people can purchase tickets at God's World. How much are the tickets for the uh, for each show? All right. The tickets are, they're the same price for every show. It's $30 for a general admission and $40 for VIP. The uh, VIP includes, you know, preferred seating 
excuse me, in the first uh, few rows, they can definitely call God's World and get the tickets, um, 313-862-8220, or they can get them online <clears throat> at playticketsonline.com. It's real easy, www.playticketsonline.com. Wow, wow. So, guys, if you haven't, if you're listening uh, to the podcast and you're trying to decide what are you going to get for your significant other, take her on out to the play on this coming Friday, February the 15th, and Saturday, February 16th, at the Wayne State Community Arts Auditorium to see the hit play unequally yoked i'm sure you're going to have a grand time uh coming up uh this week i mean we are just days away one week away from this play i'm sure yeah. you're doing excited <laughs> and nervous all at the same time pastor mike absolutely <laughs> i'm sure you you're getting all the all of the um the nerves are coming back the anxiety because you haven't done the play in a while but i know uh because of all of your experience uh it's going to be a great great play and we have a great team i i, I don't want to remiss we have an awesome team um, a play of this size and this magnitude, it definitely takes a great team. Um, we have an awesome director, uh, Calvin Ray, music director, um, Ursula Ace, and just a staff full of great production, people that make it happen. You know, behind the scenes, sometimes we don't give credit for those that's actually working behind the scenes and as well as the great actors and actresses. So it is definitely a massive team effort, and I could not be doing this without the great team in place. I'm sure. I am sure. You definitely need a good team uh, to pull something like this off. You know, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, find out from you. You know, you've obviously um, been doing this for some time, a playwright, speaker, and now an author. Um, you know, you are, I'm sure, role models to so many individuals, people who you've touched in so many different ways. But I want to find out from you, who are some of your role models and mentors, people that you look up to uh, that help motivate you to be the best version of yourself that you can be? Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to go back to my mom. Uh, my mom, and I actually appreciate her more now looking back. Um, my mom was a quintessential professional. Uh, my mom taught me, I remember, um, especially when she was teaching middle school and they would have concerts, my mom would bring in soap and rags and ironing boards and irons to make sure that the kids, you know, sometimes she's dealing with impoverished children, to make sure that they were looking great and smelling great and their clothes were ironed. And I remember my mom practiced the choir going on, practiced them going off. Everybody had their place. Um, everybody had movement. And so, number one, my mom, again, now even more as I'm looking back, um, I'm very particular about my shows, and I understand that I got that from her for sure. Um, but just in the industry, there are so many. Um, I actually got to meet one of my icons, and she may be not well-known to a lot of people because she's newer, but her name is Tina Mabry. Um, she's associated, and she's a writer, director, producer. Um, she's directed episodes of um, Queen of the South, uh, Queen Sugar, Power, um, a lot of stuff on TV. Um, I 
really, really have admired her behind the scenes. I got to work with her, again, another quintessential um, professional. Uh, Kathy Hughes, uh, the owner of Radio One. You got your Ava DuVernay's. Um, there's just so many um, women who are just just doing it, and they just give us something to strive for. And um, even those that kind of pave the way, like your Ruby D's and your um, Maya Angelou's, and you know all of that. So I pull from all of these people. I stand on the backs of all of these people, and I'm honored. I'm honored to you know come and 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 try to be a part and push the legacy of black women doing excellence, you know, in the arts. I'm just really, really honored. So I stand on the backs of all, and then it's so fitting because it's Black History Month, but I stand on the backs of all of these powerful women, and I hope to be a, a eighth of what, you know, all of them have become. Uh, absolutely. All are powerful women in their own right and have made an indelible mark in um, their various areas of industry, throughout this country and throughout the world. I know you are enjoying our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. She is a very accomplished young woman of God. We're so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight, just talking about uh, some of her experiences as a playwright and you know some of the things that she has done so i want to know from you uh vanessa what are some projects that you have on the horizon uh, you've done quite a bit but i know you're not done so uh tell our listeners what projects that you're working on right now well, what we have coming up um, is the 10-year anniversary of Urban Playwrights United, and that is the writer's organization I founded um, basically at this point um, 10 years ago, a little bit over 10 years ago. Um, we have been meeting around the country and um, gathering and learning and networking, you know, for 10 years, but we're bringing it home to Detroit. So um, this July, um, we will actually have a reunion. Um, everyone is invited. Uh, people will be coming from around the country. Um, they wanted to come here. We've never held the um, the conference or our gathering in Detroit because we typically meet in December, so it's usually cold. So we try to go to places that are warm, um, but we're going to have it in July, and they're going to have it here um, at my hall, the Emerald Room in Centerline, Michigan. Uh, so that's the, the immediate next thing that I'm working on. Um, and I'll just say this, there's a lot of talk and buzz about making Unequally Yoke into a movie. And so I actually am in conversations with some people about that. Um, and, of course, I have clients that I um, assist in writing and producing things, so I'm working on uh, those projects as well. Uh, I have a children's project. Uh, it, it's actually a collaboration between uh, myself and two other young ladies, um, and it's called The Ladybugs. And um, we've been working on this quite a while. If anybody follows me on social media, you may have heard me talk about this a couple of years ago. Um, but this is actually an animated series, a comic book. Um, and it's about three fearless little uh, African-American girls who have been recruited to save the world. And they got to find the precious jewels around. So I'm actually working on a children's project. Um, got a lot going on. Got a lot going on. Um, some other business things that I'm going to be a part of helping, um, you know, entrepreneurs. Um, get exposed so we have a lot coming up a lot more than I can even um, think of right now actually Pastor Mike stay tuned for more motivation more inspiration and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show keep it locked
Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hey there, this is writer, director, producer, and visionary Vanessa Lynn, and you are listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with the one and only Pastor Michael Nimmons. We join you, we ask you to join us and think out loud. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. The munchies call Bunchies. If you worked all day, need a break, call Bunchies. Having a party for the big game, call Bunchies. If you want some mouth water pizza and wings, call Bunchies. Call 248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. Where you have the munchies call Bunchies. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I know you enjoyed our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. Let's hear the conclusion of this powerful interview. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand. You sound like someone that doesn't let grass grow under their feet. They always have to stay moving, and that's a great thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sometimes I wish I could take a little break, but you know what? That's I realize that that's not even my life. When I do get a minute to get a break, I'm still thinking about, okay, what do I have to do next? You know what? I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful that 
I'm busy and doing whatever. I'm, I'm really, really, because it could be the opposite. So I'm really thankful that I'm busy and having to juggle schedules and, you know, all of that. And I'm thankful that I'm able to use my gift in whatever. I'm very, very grateful for the busyness. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you are enjoying our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. She's on the Thinking Out Loud radio show on tonight, just blessing us with so much insights into the industry and giving us uh, background on all of her experience. And we certainly appreciate her being with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Um, Vanessa, we want um, to um, to talk about um, just so many questions uh, we have <laughs> we have for you. Don't have all the we don't have enough time. It seems in some of our interviews to get all the questions we have out for our, for our guests because our conversations seem to um, you know go so well. But we just enjoy. Uh, you know, talking to influential people like yourself, um, and and so, um, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, some of the other plays that you've done. Um, you know, again, you have such an extensive uh, background. I, I think when I, as I read your bio, um, you have plays. Uh, uh, there's one play called Boss Lady. Um, there's um. There's a few other plays that you've done. You know, tell our listeners um, about some of those other plays as well, you know, to kind of give them of uh, some insights into uh, some of the other plays. We've talked a lot about Unequally Yoked, but uh, tell us about some of the other productions you've done as well. Absolutely, absolutely. There are so many, so I'll just, I'll just pick, you know, some of the ones that people are most familiar with. Um, definitely Boss Lady. Um, Boss Lady, the the quickest way to describe uh, what Boss Lady is about is she is a female Suge Knight. Uh, <laughs> uh, the premise behind uh, Boss Lady is, you know, um, will you, you know, give your soul to gain the world? Um, it is a very, very powerful, 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 powerful play that have changed lives, uh, continues to change lives. Um, it's actually on DVD, was released in Walmart. Um, you can see it now on a lot of the streaming platforms. Um, very powerful show. Uh, there's also a show called Affairs. Uh, Affairs takes place in the Deep South, and it's basically about a small-town mayor who gets caught up in scandal during re-election. Um, it is a actually a murder, a gospel murder mystery, and it was the first of its kind. It was, you know, nobody ever had ever done a gospel play that was also a murder mystery. Um, so it's a gospel murder mystery that is also on DVD. Was released in Walmart. Um, you can, I believe, get that on streaming platforms as well. Um, my show, Deranged, um, haven't done Deranged in in quite a while, but it is a hilarious, suspenseful um, drama. That play has kind of done some tours. Um, we went to uh, Toronto with the play, um, D.C., uh, Be More. Um, we did it quite a few times in Detroit that starred uh, Robin Givens and a lot of other stars um, in that particular show. Um, I was a co-writer on um, uh, Angela Barrow Dunlap's uh, Church Girl, and that is actually going on a national tour. It's um, on BET and uh, Centric. 
Um, more recently, uh, since I have stopped doing the bigger plays, um, I have a banquet hall. I've, I've had a few banquet halls, and the banquet hall I have now is the Emerald Room. And so what I've been doing um, in my banquet halls, um, sometime one or two times a year, are murder mystery dinner theaters. Um, and so some of those titles are mur- Murder at Felicia and Kitty's Wedding, uh, murder at the Carver High reunion, uh, murder at the Johnson family reunion. They're absolutely hilarious. You eat, you, you have fun, you sit on tables and all that. So I've been doing the murder mysteries for about two years. Um, we've actually been bought into church. What's interesting, um, Pastor Mike, is that churches have actually bought us in to do uh, these murder mysteries, and they're not gospel shows. They're just really fun family entertainment. And But churches have brought us into their fellowship halls uh, to perform these. We've been to Toledo recently with Murder at Felicia and Kenny's Wedding. So um, just got a few, and that's just really a few that I can kind of think of offhand that people may be, um, you know, familiar with. But that's kind of what we've been doing the last few years. That sounds awesome. Wow. I had a lot of ideas running through my um, my head just listening to that last part, the murder mysteries. I might have to uh, talk to you off air about uh, something um, uh, that I had that I have in mind. But I mean, that is amazing. That's amazing. And you're also an author an author. Tell our listeners about uh, this book that you wrote um, entitled uh, is. Um, Beyond the Chitlin Circuit, the Ultimate Urban Playwrights Guide. Tell us a little bit about that book. Yep, I have two books um, that I've authored. Um, the first one, like you said, the um, Beyond the Chitlin Circuit, that's what we call it for short. Um, I basically wrote this book because, uh, and I started my organization because there was nothing out there for what we refer to as the urban playwright or the playwright who people would think of as Tyler Perry-esque, and not necessarily that it's Tyler Perry style, but it's just a freestyle of theater, not a traditional style of theater, not a quote-unquote professional style of theater, but just a very authentic style of theater. Um, Urban theater is rejected in mainstream um, mediums in traditional theater. It's not respected. Um, So there was nothing out there for, there was no conferences, no books, no references, um, and, and mainly urban playwrights, they're producing their own material, they're funding their own material, but they had no help because traditional theater wouldn't help because they're like, well, you don't have a theater degree and you're not sticking to, you know, uh, uh, our formats. And so there's nothing out there yet and still there's thousands of these urban plays going on in churches and theaters across the country. So that's why I started the conference. And because everybody can't get to the conference, what I wanted to do is put some really, really good points into this book so that any playwright and uh, can take this book and take the information and go from it. And I take you from A to Z. I take you from writing structure all the way to funding and getting uh, distribution deals. I released that book about five, six years ago, and people are honestly referring to it as the Bible of playwrights. Um, and I've actually had um, music producers, people who do uh, modeling, uh, produce modeling um, gigs and all of that. I've had all kind of people say that this book was just not for playwrights. It's, it's helped me. I've had filmmakers comment on it. Um, there was actually um, a very, very popular HBCU that was considering 
using it as a part of a curriculum. I know that the book is in a couple of libraries in New York. Um, so that was that that book. Um, the other book is a little less well-known because um, I don't talk about it a lot. I don't promote it a lot. Um, but it was called Girl, Get Your Date Life Right. And I was really speaking to women over 35 who have found themselves single, maybe after divorce or just never married and are frustrated in this new, you know, Internet age of dating. And just it's really a fun, comical look at what's going on in the dating world today. We break down some, uh, you know, terms and, you know, all of that stuff. So those are the two books um, that I've authored. Wow. <laughs> Just a very accomplished woman of God and certainly happy to have you on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I know you are enjoying our interview with author, speaker and playwright Vanessa Lynn. You know, Vanessa, as we are prepared to wrap this interview uh, on tonight, I want you to um, give some words of advice to someone that might be listening on tonight that, you know, is is thinking about um, launching, uh, you know, launching out into their own career or their own entrepreneurial endeavor. It might be something in in playwriting, acting or directing or whatever it is. What advice would you give that individual uh, to get them motivated to do whatever God has placed in their heart to do? Well, one of my main pieces of advice, Pastor Mike, um, is study your craft. Um, because I work with playwrights and I work with entrepreneurs, um, everybody has a dream and a vision and a gift. And a lot of time we just launch out in it. And a lot of time we launch out quick and we stop quick because we have not taken the time to study our craft. This does not mean go to college necessarily, um, but take the time, take the necessary time to study the field that you're going into. Talk to people and get mentored by people that's in this field. You don't have to rush it. Um, there's not an expiration period on your gift. There's not an expiration period on your vision. And so a lot of the mistakes that I've made as a younger entrepreneur and as a younger playwright is that uh, in my initial stages, I did not study enough. And so I made mistakes that I could have avoided. Um, and I know sometimes we want to hear some flowery words, but as a person who deals with entrepreneurs on a daily basis, deals with playwrights on a daily basis, if we start there and we truly study we truly, even the Bible talks about studying to show yourself or to those that need it, you know, down in that study, study to understand your craft, study to understand your industry, study to understand trends, study to understand what it is you're going to need to be successful. So my number one piece of advice always with, with dealing with anybody who's going to go in any business is study your craft. Powerful words from a very powerful woman of God. I know you have enjoyed our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. We have truly 
had a wonderful time with her on tonight on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And Vanessa, before we let you go, tell our listeners how they can follow you on social media, how they can keep up with you and all that you have going on. And again, remind our listeners about the upcoming show for Unequally Yoked this coming weekend, Friday the 15th and on Saturday the 16th. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll give you the information on the play first. Um, Valentine's weekend, the return of Unequally Yoked after 10 years uh, off of the stage. Uh, it's going to be um, Friday, February 15th, 7 p.m., Saturday, February 16th, 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And let me know, Pastor Mike, I absolutely start right on time. So you want to get there, get parked, and get on the inside. Um, it's going to be at the Wayne State Community Arts Auditorium. You can get your tickets from God's World or from Play Tickets Online. Um, I have several social media platforms. Um, you can follow me, Vanessa Lynn1 on Twitter, uh, Vanessa Lynn on Instagram, Vanessa Lynn Presents on Facebook. If you just type in Vanessa Lynn, I'm one of the first ones uh, to come up in the in the Facebook. Um, you can follow my banquet hall um, at the Emerald Room, and you can follow uh, Urban Playwrights United um, through the groups at just Urban Playwrights United. I try to keep my social media names um, really, really simple. But if they just go and follow Vanessa Lynn, they can kind of see all my links from there. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, we have truly been blessed with our, by our interview with author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn. I am just truly uh, happy to have had her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and I pray that you have been blessed by her interview as well. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for being with us on tonight, and we pray for nothing but the best for you, and we truly believe the best is yet to come. Thank you so much, Pastor Mike, uh, for having me on the Thinking Out Loud show. I hope you have me again. I've truly enjoyed myself. Um, and blessings to you and all that you're doing and all the doors you're opening up for um, entrepreneurs um, in our community. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello, this is Reverend Marcia Dyson, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm irreverent, unapologetically. <laughs> and I'm talking out loud and thinking out loud with you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. the show where we talked politics and the church with Dr. Freddie Haynes. I want to give you a hypothetical. If you were an invited minister to the Trump White House, first question is, do you go? Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And the answer is no. Uh, Donald Trump is an amoral Liar. He's also egomaniacal, and because he is egomaniacal and a narcissist, you know that, you know, to meet with him, you basically are there for his benefit. If you hear that I'm in a meeting with Donald Trump, know that somebody's impersonating me or that I have been a victim of the invasion of the body snatchers and someone has taken over my body because that is not something that I would ever do. 
The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked. Tonight's show, we like to take a few minutes and talk about love. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up, and everybody's going out to buy something for their boo, their significant other, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I thought we'd take some time today to talk about real love. Real love, right from the love letter that God wrote with his own blood. We call it the Bible or the Word of God. You know, Paul talks about real love in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, where it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, Though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity or love, it profited me nothing. Love suffereth long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly Seeketh not her own Is not easily provoked Thinketh no evil Rejoiceth not in iniquity Rejoices in truth Beareth all things Believeth all things Hopeth all things Endureth all things Love never faileth But whether there be prophecies They shall fail Whether they be tongues They shall cease Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. 
When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part. Then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abided faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. You know, Whitney sung about the greatest love of all. But I think she was singing about a different kind of love. A sexual love or a friendship kind of love. But I know I found the greatest And that's agape love, God's love. And Whitney, that truly is the greatest love of all. We want to give a special shout out to author, speaker, and playwright Vanessa Lynn for being on tonight's show. Thank you so much. We truly enjoyed uh, the interview. And be sure to go check out uh, her show, Unequally Yoked. It's going to be a great show, be a great thing to do on Valentine's Day, February 15th and 16th at Wayne State's Community Arts Auditorium. Thank you again for tuning in to tonight's show. Be sure to tune in next week. We're going to have another great show in store for you. You don't want to miss one episode of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, then you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power is in you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show Podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. 
be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show giving voice to issues that matter to you.